If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello, you guys. It's Video Games Daily with me, Scott Johnson. And today is August 19th. It's getting late. I had to get in here and get in the studio and make these because there's news to be told like Uncharted Lost Legacy doing pretty good there's a review roundup of said game what do uh, critics think of the new Uncharted game and don't forget originally this was supposed to be an expansion to Uncharted 4 Thief's End but uh, Naughty Dog says it's now a fully fledged Uncharted title in its own right and it returns or shows the return of characters Chloe Frazier and Nadine Ross and Nathan Drake does not feature in this game at all all right. Also, the largest Uncharted level ever made in any of the games is seen in Lost Legacy. Uh, the question is, is it any good? Well, now we kind of know. GameSpot gives it 9 out of 10. IGN, 7.5 out of 10. Polygon, 8.5 out of 10. Eurogamer recommended trusted reviews says 5 out of 5. And The Guardian says 4 out of 5, saying, though the Lost Legacy boasts beautiful new environments to explore for Chloe to take collectible photos... Of her, uh, sorry, of on her smartphone, the journey through them feels familiar. The only thing that's truly fresh about this game is the protagonists, and they are a promising pair. Uh, other people are uh, even louder about how rad they think it is. GameSpot says the Lost Legacy does not signify new era in Uncharted as much as it presents an opportunity to show the series from new perspectives. With new playable treasure hunter comes new settings and new character motivations wrapped in a comfortingly familiar Uncharted package. They say it's thrilling and harrowing and awesome. You gonna play it? I might. of Uncharted, there's uh, some details about the new movie. I know this has been in the works forever, and we've all just been sitting around going, well, what's what's the deal? Uh, but uh, finally, some stuff going on. Uncharted is being made into a movie with Stranger Things and Night at the Museum director Sean Levy attached to direct, and Spider-Man actor Tom Holland playing a young Nathan Drake. Uh, Levy has now discussed the film in more detail, saying he and writer Joe Carnahan, Carnahan? Probably Carnahan. Um, they're trying to basically make Indiana Jones type franchise for a new audience who didn't grow up with Indiana Jones, which honestly, let's be honest with ourselves. That's what Uncharted is. It always was. It's just, you know, another Indiana Jones tale and in a good way. I don't mean that in a bad thing. It's a bad thing. It's a good thing. Anyway, uh, the Uncharted movie won't be a direct adaptation of the games, but uh, obviously we'll have that character and, you know, some stuff in there. Uh, Tom Holland, though, fresh off Spider-Man. That guy, he seems like he's a big deal. People are into him. Uh, They say they want to retain the spirit and the tone and the attitude of the game series. Uh, But they're going to go in some new directions as well. It's been in the works for years now. It was announced back in 2009. At the time, we had leading role actors like Mark Wahlberg, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Amy Adams, and Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Chris Pratt was among those to pass on the role of Drake. 
Uh, but then the script was trashed, then rewritten, then trashed. Now we're to the point where uh, there's something rad happening. So who knows? We might get a good ver- we might get a good Uncharted movie. Cross your fingers. I got I got bad news. Mass Effect Andromeda. The controversial EA release, Mass Effect Andromeda. Didn't quite live up to what people had hoped. Will not have any more single player update updates or DLC. That is official now. No future changes, nothing added to the campaign. BioWare issued this update on the game saying, quote, we are not planning any future patches or single player or in, uh, sorry, in-game story content. So the statement effectively confirms the thing everybody sort of thought already, which was the studio is no longer going to make any technical changes to the way the campaign runs. In addition, it will not release any DLC to address some of those loose narrative threads that fans were hoping to see solved. Uh, most notably uh, on the, uh, of these is the fate of the Quarian arc. And I don't want to say much more in case you really want to play that and figure it out. Anyway... Uh, looking ahead, Bioware said its multiplayer team will provide details on its ongoing support and upcoming content, including new, multi- new, new multiplayer missions, character kits, and what's in store for N7 Day in the coming weeks. Uh, so there's that. Also, EA officially confirmed this is not connected to this so much, but the Andromeda developer Bioware Montreal merged with Motive Studios, which is another EA developer in Montreal. busy working on a Stephen King movie adaptation of It. I don't know if you guys ever saw the TV one that was on a long time ago. Had John Boy in it. The guy with the big mole on his face. Can't think of his name. Anyway, that movie's coming along and uh, a tie-in is being has been announced to go with it for gamers. It is an 8-bit tie-in game called Enter the Sewer. No, it's not really called that. <laughs> it's just called It. Uh, the new Stephen King movie It is getting this little small 8-bit tie-in game. It was announced today. Oh, it is called Enter the Sewer. I thought they were kidding. All right. It, Enter the Sewer. Now that is the actual name. <laughs> when I was prepping this earlier, I, I completely thought that was a joke. Anyway, you control uh, 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 Georgie's paper hat boat that must avoid obstacles in the sewer like missing children's posters, uh, Betty Ripson's shoe, the Pennywise himself, all that stuff. Rack up your score. Uh, you can actually play it now. Uh, let's see. Is this a web? I think it's web-based. Let's see what we can get this thing to do right here on the show. Yeah, here we go. So this is going to run some HTML5 business. Oh, scary. Jeez. Okay. Oh, all right. We're clicking a key to start. All right. We got a... This is horrifying, dude. All right, we're done looking at that. Basically, I just controlled that with arrow keys and popped some balloons and went down a sewer. <laughs> uh, you can check it out, too, if you like, over at itthemovie.com slash game. That's itthemovie.com slash game. Finally, 
Family Day uh, today, Planet of the Apes. It's a cool vi- uh, movie series now. Those, those new ones are good. I like them a lot. last two are awesome. Love the latest one. Well, there's a new video game coming based on all that. It will be on the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, and the PC this fall called Planet of the Apes Last Frontier. This is from Imaginarium Studios and uh, another companion piece to a film. Uh, There's a trailer out for the game right now. Described as a narrative-driven adventure game of conquest, betrayal, and survival. It's set between the events of the series' two most recent films, so Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes will be nestled right in between those. Uh, When the fates of tribes of apes and band of human survivors intertwine, two worlds collide as their precarious existence hangs in the balance. It's actually uh, been known for a while this was coming out. Comic-Con in New York last year, last October, announced it, or where it was announced by Imaginarium Studios. Uh, uh, Andy Serkis. He's a founder? I didn't know that. Anyway, uh, that's crazy. How did, really? Is that true? I didn't know that. Anyway, uh, it's releasing on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, as I mentioned before, and the PC. Publisher Foxnet has announced, and uh, has not announced, rather, a exact release date, but the game is slated to arrive sometime this fall. I have my doubts whether or not this will be any good, but I'm not going to judge it until I see it with my own ape eyes. <laughs> Buckle in. This is a we're gonna have a lot of Xbox talk here on Video Games Daily today. We got a bunch of stuff early from their Gamescom uh, presentation, early trailers, all that sort of stuff. So, a couple things to get out of the way right away. Uh, Xbox One pre-orders are now live. You can now secure an Xbox One X for launch day. So this is the Xbox One X pre-orders launch day. Fans have been eager for this. Uh, The rumor emerged last week that they would go live today following a conclusion of a Microsoft stream. They said news would come out this weekend, and it did. They also said that there would be a cool surprise. That turned out to be an Xbox One... Sorry, Xbox One X Project Scorpio Edition. This version is available for pre-order only. has a unique design and a little vertical stand comes with it. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you get your actual console on November 7th worldwide for a price of 500 bucks. Uh, that's U.S. Crackdown 3 was set to release alongside, but that got pushed till August. Anyway, you can do it now. Uh, sign up the various places you can get it. You can pre-order and have it in no time. Also, uh, here's a few, few of the uh, the, head, uh, the highlights of what they've talked about so far. So, uh, all Xbox One X enhanced games, over 100 games at launch. They've got a list of those. I won't go through each of those, but there's a nice, big, thick list. Xbox One's new dashboard features a light mode. So if you want to look a little brighter, it's kind of like, you know, phone apps with, like, dark or light settings. Uh, The Xbox One S bundle announced also uh, with a special Minecraft design and a controller. Looks kind of cool, honestly. Xbox One X's Project Scorpio edition. We mentioned that, and the pre-order is now being live. Uh, Assassin's Creed was shown... Uh, more with a, cin- a cinematic trailer, and they unveiled a, uh, uh, some other stuff, although not too much in the way of games or uh, game details. However, it does look pretty rad. I'm pretty stoked about that game. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution is pretty exciting. Let you manage your own dinosaur-themed park. Makers of Planet Coaster have a new roller coaster tycoon-style tycoon game in development where you create 
basically Jurassic World. That sounds good to me. I have some concerns, but I'll share those at a later date. Also, there is a Shadow of War Xbox One X, sorry, Xbox One S bundle that was revealed alongside another trailer of that game. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. It was announced that Microsoft is helping them with the uh, development of the version for the Xbox One. That game is currently at 8 million units sold. And uh, they've got ReCore uh, Definitive Edition coming out alongside of it and Sea of Thieves, which will feature cross-play between Xbox One and PC players. Whew! Probably more to come. X- or, uh, Gamescom is just, just getting started. Xbox name, uh, game news, name news, game news. Sure, why not name news? Xbox Game Pass is adding these seven games in September, uh, with seven more coming soon. But here's what you're getting in September. As promised, Microsoft is continuing to expand its Xbox One Netflix-style Game Pass program. Say that 20 times fast. Uh, part of their Gamescom 2017 announcements, they revealed the next seven games and eight new markets to support the service. The seven games coming to Game Pass on August 29th and September 1st include the following. Record Definitive Edition. Metro Last Light Redux. Redo. Redo. Fable 2. Guru. Mark of the Wolves. Ten Second Ninja X. Hugh. And The Bridge. You might say to yourself, well, Scott, I only only recognize two of those, and the, thir- the, the third one I recognize, but isn't that a really old game? Well, yeah. It's super old. But they say they've got a bunch more coming, so keep your eyes out on that. It's done all right. It launched in June. It's like uh, Netflix, basically. You get to access to a catalog of backwards-compatible games for the 360, and uh, also Xbox One titles, as mentioned here with uh, ReCore, and uh, technically Metro's an older game, but that last light thing is an additional tweak for the xbox one x or the xbox one i should say anyway there are uh more than 100 games in the library right now if you want to try it for 14 day free trial you can what do you guys think of that service do you like it probably getting sea of thieves if you're getting an xbox one x maybe if you already have an xbox one you're still planning on getting sea of thieves good news the game will feature cross play between xbox one and the plate and the pc I almost said playstation Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. not correct it's only coming to those two platforms it is a microsoft exclusive after all uh the developer rare shared some new details on its upcoming pirate game during the microsoft gamescom 2017 live stream today and most notably, they confirmed the game would allow cross-play between PC and Xbox One, something people have been asking for. I'm a little worried about control. I, I don't know that, you know, keyboard and mouse will have a, uh, an advantage uh, in a in this particular game, but that is often the case, so I you know, have to wait and see on that, I guess. Uh, but anyway, it will be uh, it'll be out, and that's how it'll work. Big open-world pirate-themed game. Lots of loot and pillaging and fighting on the high seas. Uh, the game will also be enhanced for the Xbox One X. It will offer, offer 4K and 60 frames per second natively. The PC version, meanwhile, will support resolutions with a 29 by 9, 21 by 9 aspect ratio and unlocked frame rate. So in theory, you could do higher than 60 on PC. 
at any rate, uh, that game's shaping up to be out soon, and you'll be playing it with your friends on two platforms. Sorry, Sony people. None for you. And finally, some news from PlayStation, although not great news. PlayStation's official Twitter account probably got hacked. Uh, There were some very strange messages today from the official account. Looks like there may have been a little bit of a security breach. The official Twitter uh, posted a message that said it had been taken over by the hacking group Our Mine. The tweets were removed, but NeoGAF captured them. Uh, One of the tweets claimed that PlayStation Network database had been potentially compromised. That's... That's bad. Always a good idea to go change your password, by the way. Maybe this is a good time to do that. But anyway, uh, the official uh, Twitter account for support called Ask PlayStation has been responding to messages today, as usual. However, it does not appear that Sony has responded to the reported takeover and has not been deleting tweets in question. Uh, or not, rather not beyond that. Uh, so if you guys remember, it feels like a lot longer ago. Or a lot, maybe it feels a lot sooner than it was. But anyway, in 2011, the PSN suffered this huge cyber attack. Remember that? Brought the service down for this huge amount of time. It was so bad, they had to convene, at least here in the States, a United States Congressional Subcommittee had to open an inquiry into the attack, and that compromised more than 70 million accounts. Anyway, doesn't appear to be one of those. If it is, Sony ain't saying yet. And if it isn't, they're not touting that either. So... Honestly, it makes me a little nervous. Well, it is that time of day, and this is Video Games Daily with Scott Johnson. It's also that time of year when brand new games are coming out, and new on the PlayStation 4 this week include brand new Uncharted game, Madden 18, and a bunch more. Kind of your... Mm. Is this the start of the rest of the gaming season? I guess it is. Anyway, Madden NFL 18 has always been sort of like this. Uh, well, Madden generally has always been like the point where you go, oh, the rest of the year is coming. So that's where we start. Madden NFL 18, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Uh, if you buy the Madden GOAT edition, which includes the base game and a number of MUT bonuses. What's, what's MUT? I don't know what that is. That's out right now. Standard edition comes on August 25th. Uh, So I guess if you have 80 bucks, whatever. Uh, The new Uncharted game is 40 bucks for a standalone game. And uh, you can pay for that right now. Uh, Some some other stuff happening this week, including duck-themed four-player shooter Duck Game. I have that on PC. It's amazing. And it's incredible. And you guys should be playing it. How much is that on there? That's worth paying for if you want to get it. Another new notable release this week is the uh, PS2 to PS4 conversion of Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy. Additionally, uh, Ron Gilbert's adventure game Thimbleweed Park is out this week. I played that on the PC to completion and enjoyed the heck out of it. It was great. Anyway, you can check out the other games available this week simply by checking out the internet. Or you can believe me when I read you this. Chroma Gun, Duck Game, I already mentioned that. The Escapist 2, also out on other platforms. Jack and Daxter, I also mentioned Mages of Mysteria, Soul Dimension, Super Combo Man Smash Edition, Swap Quest, Thimbleweed Park, Uncharted, and then, of course, Velocity 2X Critical Mass Edition. Seems like there's something in there for everyone. 
Destiny 2 could have run at 60 frames per second on console, but Bungie won't do it. They said it would have led to compromise, excuse me, compromises elsewhere in the game. Uh, you will be running it at, uh, at uh, 60 or higher. I guess it's unlocked on the PC, but uh, even the more powerful Xbox One X and PS4 Pro, still 30 frames per se- uh, second on both of those. So lower frame rate. Uh, in a new interview with producer Mark Noseworthy, it's a great name, said Bungie could theoretically get Destiny 2 running at 60 frames on console, but doing so would lead to big compromises that Bungie was unwilling to make. Quote, we could have made it run at 60 FPS? Yes. But the, this is an Edge magazine, by the way. But the space would be smaller. It would be less cooperative, and there would be fewer monsters to shoot. That's not the game we want to make. Uh, we don't feel like we've been held back in the choices we've made world in the world simulation versus the frame rate. So there's a trade-off. That's fine. But you PC players are going to get the full unlocked uh, 4K 60 FPS, but no dings to the rest of the game version. Uh, that beta begins on the 28th if you pre-ordered and a day later for everyone else. And of course, that game will be out in October. So if you got to be first, you're getting console. If you're willing to wait, that's what I do is wait. So I know a number of you listening probably tried to get your hands on a Super NES Classic Edition today, but pre-orders sold out everywhere, websites were down, stores were janky, one minute you thought you had one, the next minute it said, please reload, the website could not be contacted. Well, you have one other option, and that is to wait for some of them to show up uh, on eBay for a very high price. So this is what's going on. Uh, numerous Super NES Classic listings have emerged on eBay in the last little bit. And if uh, you're one of those people, shame on you. Uh, anyway, the listings don't show how much people are willing to pay. Dozens have sold upwards of 200 bucks. some going for nearly 300 uh, Keep in mind, this is a machine that is supposed to sell for 80 at retail. That's just the beginning. If the next couple of days are any indication and nobody's got pre-orders left and... Nintendo artificially strangle holds the production on this thing. You may be seeing these things reaching five, six hundred dollars a piece. So, whew. anyway, uh, there are some opportunities still available in the U.S. Uh, the, the first batch of Amazon and Best Buy stuff, those went live overnight. Those are gone like in seconds. Walmart and Target disappeared even quicker. Uh, GameStop's website has been down for a good portion of the day. So they had they, they did not handle it very well, and when they did take pre-orders, uh, some of them went through, some of them didn't. They're still taking pre-orders in stores, so you might get lucky there. Uh, but I think only offering those in bundles is how that's going. It's even worth it, man. Let's just plug my old Super NES up and play it. about to tell you is going to completely freak you out if it doesn't i don't know what to do for you it totally freaked me out bioshock is now 10 years old that's right bioshock one 10 years old uh anyway you now because of that you can get a 200 anniversary edition yeesh 
Uh, Ten years old today. Publisher 2K Games is marking the seminal first-person shooter's double-digit birthday with a special edition that includes all three games in the acclaimed franchise, even Infinite. Uh, so here's what you get. Physical copy of Bioshock, the collection. Current edition, uh, generation remastered, blah, 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 the entire trilogy, all right? So you're getting all that. Bioshock 1, Bioshock 2, Bioshock Infinite, plus all the da- downloadable content each one of those games had. It does not, however, include Bioshock 2's multiplayer mode. You will not get that. But also in this collector's edition is an 11-inch statue, re- reproduction of a big daddy and a little sister, based on the original Bioshock uh, box art, where she's kind of hiding next to him, you know, that whole thing. Uh, you're going to pre-order this package for $199.99. GameStop, Target, Toys R Us, and Walmart. And also Best Buy and Amazon. Looks like they're all going to be doing it. So you can also get the collection digitally on the PlayStation Store, Xbox Store, and Steam. Uh, for $29.99. Is that each? Yeah. I think that's each. Anyway... Uh, anyway, you want to celebrate ten, 10 years of Bioshock? 10 years. That's insanity. See you guys tomorrow. Hey guys, it's Video Games Daily with me, Scott Johnson, and the new Overwatch animated short starring May debuts, and it is, I don't know, a little sad. Uh, it's May and her little snowball robot named Snowball. <clears throat> and uh, features her waking up from cryostasis in a scientific lab up north somewhere, some Arctic place, based a little bit on that map we've all seen. And uh, she's uh, the only survivor, which is a little dark. If you don't want to be spoiled here, I, I suggest going and watching it. I'm not going to tell you the rest of it, really, but uh, just know that, you know, it's different than their usual fare. There's nobody really shooting anybody either. It's like this belong to a shooter or something else but uh anyway i'm not sure i'm still not quite sure how i feel about it it's pretty cool i mean it looks great it's your typical rad blizzard thing uh but i don't know i don't know what's going on i will say this though the uh, hearthstone video they showed today was really rad uh hearthstone is home was the theme and it's a very disney-like musical treatment of hearthstone they hang around in a and a uh, what do you call those things? What are they called? Uh, you're you're in the you're in the tavern. That's it. And uh, people are freaking out and doing cool stuff. And it just feels like a Disney movie. And I'm okay with it. I know a lot of hardcores are boohooing, but you're a bunch of weirdos. It's good. It's fine. It's going to attract you know maybe more audience to the game, and that's also a good thing. So cut it out. And be nice. Gamescom was a big deal today. Here are some of your highlights. Star Wars Battlefront 2, shown a little bit more than we'd seen before. Shadow of War got a bunch of exposure. The Evil Within 2, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, yeah, I, you know, look. I'm going to p- go on the record here. And I hesitate to do it. I probably sound hesitant, and it's because I am. But I think I'm prepared to say that Gamescom so far has not been a rousing success for me. It's been okay. 
All right. I got, I mean, I'd put it behind E3 this year. And mainly I do that because mostly what's being shown are things we already knew about. Even the Blizzard conference today, which I covered live and put up on the instance feed, uh, was a lot of stuff we already knew. 7.3 coming out Tuesday. A few more details about that that we already knew that was already on a PTR. We already knew about Kel'Thas coming to Heroes of the Storm. And we knew what the current expansion was for Hearthstone. And we got no Diablo, no StarCraft news. And Overwatch talked about a new map but again we knew about that map two three days ahead so as excited as i am about junker town and as excited as i am about all of these things uh this presentation plus all the other presentations i just felt like we're a little empty it's like hey battlefront 2 there's a little more stuff going on check it out shooting stuff it's star wars shadow of war yo you're in freaking mordor again everybody check out the orcs they're gonna fight with you and do stuff so I'm just not feeling it this year. I don't know. Usually Gamescom has some surprises. Not so much this year. Microsoft, makers of Xbox, have confirmed it's talking to Sony about crossplay. Hmm, interesting. We would like to enable them to be a part of that one community to ignite, to unite gamers, they say. Um, I mean, it's been the, the age-old question. Will there ever be cross-play or cross-play uh, support between Xbox One and PlayStation 4 or any other generation of consoles? And the answer is, it won't be a lack of trying if you believe what Microsoft is saying. Aaron Greenberg, Microsoft's marketing manager, told Game Reactor that Microsoft is absolutely in talks with Sony and potentially talking about a successful agreement for cross-play support. But apparently, Sony has been the resistant one. Uh, here's a full quote. We are talking to Sony about cross-play. We do partner with them on Minecraft, and of course, we'd like to enable, uh, sorry, like to enable them to be part of that one community to unite gamers. So we're talking to them and hopeful that they will be supportive of this idea. Unquote. So long history, right? These are two very similar consoles in terms of the games that they're playing. And there's no reason why third party stuff shouldn't just be cross compatible. I think Sony believes and I think Microsoft, when they were in the lead, certainly believed that it's in their best interest to maintain solidarity. There's not really a big reason for you to be cross play when you're the lead platform and you've got plenty of players in the in these games. Ask Microsoft circa 2009, 10, 11 about that, and they would tell you, "Yeah, well, we're not, we're not going to go cross-play with Sony. That's stupid. We're in the lead." So, uh, I like that they're doing this, but I also think if they were in the lead, they wouldn't be. Just like Sony's being a butt about it because they're in the lead, and so I don't know how the person in the lead ever ever decides to do this or agrees to it. Uh, however, they. Uh, there may be a chance, okay? So they're talking. Talking is good. Talking gets us places. Talking. It's what's for dinner. All right. So uh, this was weird, right? Shenmue 3 got shown off. And, man, the face in this thing was freaky, weird, stiff kind of terrible like worse than the dreamcast version and everybody thought oh no what does this foretell for the great shenmue 3 the highest uh 
uh, concluded Kickstarter in the history of video games? Well, the answer is they're not finalized, according to the director of the game. Facial expressions were only temporary, uh, at least for that trailer. And the real stuff got taken out before because they're not done. That is what Yu Suzuki is saying. Uh, That's unfortunate because I think you want to put your best foot forward and show your best stuff. But I also take them at their word and we'll see how things go. But Suzuki confirms many fans have already assumed this, that most of the character models featured in the trailer were placeholders. And uh, according to Hideki Morishita, the developers have higher quality models in the works but weren't able to have them ready in time for the trailer. Uh, Suzuki also confirmed to Game Watch that facial expressions had been implemented into the game, though they were temporarily removed for the trailer, as I said before. Anyway, it's uh, coming. Anyway, game's expected to release for the PlayStation 4 and PC in the second half of 2018. Uh, Deep Silver, the company behind Dead Island, Saints Row, Homefront, and so on, will be publishing it worldwide. And uh, a reminder, this thing raised $6.3 million from nearly 70,000 backers, which made the Shenmue the number one kickstarted video game of all time. The pressure's on, boys. (laughs) 